0: Right. So well, this let me share my screen. Uh, right. Let me share my screen. Oh no, not that. It's on camera. Present now. Okay, entire screen. So you should be seeing a circle and you should be seeing my chart now yeah, close, yeah. all right this this is what my chart looks like with all my indicators on it it's not, <laughs> it's, not it's not a lot i only have uh, one two three four five five indicators wow. but, but i use them for different properties i don't usually use everything i want so if I want to start looking at uh, uh, an asset and trading, I start with these view, and then I turn them off one after the other. Okay. Right. This is this is S M P. You notice? Uh, oh, I have removed all those lines I drew last week. Well, mm,
1: mm.
0: so I go to the weekly chart turn all of this off turn this off turn this off turn this one off right this was the the resistance line I feel somewhere around here yeah so what I was saying last week is if price closes above this line I was going to buy but I'm, I'm still having doubt i still having doubts because we have broken above. We have closed <laughs> above that line, but it's the sometimes it's the way price closes above the line that matters. And the way the way price closed this week was not very convincing.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Not very convincing at all. It looks like it's struggling badly. Let me start with this indicator, right. So with this, we're above the 50, oh, 61% of the natural. Yeah. Mm. So with this, right now, all I'm using is this indicator. With this indicator, price or well, the asset is bullish when price is above this green, this green zone. So this candle, this week's candle, has closed above that zone. So this looks bullish, but there are other things that need to align for this to be bullish. So I have this yellow line here as the conversion line, and I have this, I have this purple one. This is just my personal style. Okay, so I am trying to use. Different indicators to tell me if I should go long or I should wait or I should short it. Okay. So with this one, this yellow line needs to be above the purple line. Right now, the purple line is above it. Are they? Are they moving averages? Yes, they are moving averages. But as you can see, they have some periods where they are flat and and straight. So the reason they're like that is because your moving average is calculated from the close of that candle.
1: Mm.
0: With this one, you take the high and the low of price, calculate the average, and then you use that value to plot this line. So it's like a moving average using the average of the candle, not the the close of the candle.
1: Yeah.
0: So the yellow one is the fast, the purple one is the slow. slow. This yellow one is nine periods. This purple one is 26 periods. So when the purple one crosses below the, sorry, when the yellow crosses below the purple, that is looking bearish. And And when it it, crosses, when it crosses above, that's bullish. So, right now on the weekly chart, I will be more comfortable with this yellow was above. So, that's one sign that is not yet bullish. The other sign is this white line that's the live span, it needs to be above price somewhere here. And it's, it's not there yet. So looking at this indicator or looking at this S asset with this indicator, I only have one positive sign. So I need to try and use other indicators to check if this bullish sign is good enough. But if I turn this off. Go to this indicator. Right, this is a TD sequential. Okay. It's called the T D sequential. The name there. It has all these numbers there. It's not it's not looking very bullish. I have this arrow pointing down with that sequential 13. That's a sell setup. Mm-hmm. So this is telling me that this rally from here, from this candle all the way up, is beginning to lose momentum. Up, slowing down. But usually after this number 13 shows up, you get a pullback. So that pullback pullback has not appeared here so i need to be careful but i don't i don't trade the weekly chart i trade the daily chart i'm just trying to see what the the uh long-term picture looks like okay right uh turn this off moving averages right this blue is the 200 week moving average we're above okay. it i have some other moving averages. i use them on the daily chart for something now okay it's not much to see here let's go to the daily now this is the interesting part. on the daily chart with this indicator i'm trying to this is called tmap it's basically three three moving averages together all i'm trying to see is trying to see if there is a trend and if that trend is sustainable and I want to know when that trend is turning to the opposite trend. So for a for a bull trend you need this orange moving average to be above this green to be in the center and the blue to be beneath and that's what i have here so there is a trend kind of here that trend began around around here so this tells me there's a trend it's not a signal or anything just it's just saying okay there's a trend we could be yeah we could be having a bullish trend here and these lines need to be equally spaced apart because the yellow the orange is 20-day moving average the green is 35, the blue is 50. OK. So that's a positive sign. you am going to take that away. you can going to go to this Ichimoku. This one is also yep. positive. You can see here price is above this cloud. It's called the cloud. OK. What's the, the difference between the red and the green cloud? The red is bearish. It's negative. Bearish, okay. okay. The green is bullish. Okay. So this okay. this cloud is is derived from this yellow line. Remember, this yellow line, the conversion line is the is the high and the low of the candle nine periods back. Divided okay. into two, so the average. Okay. average. okay. The purple line is the. Uh, that's the. High and the low of the candle twenty six periods back.
1: Okay. So okay.
0: This. This cloud you're looking at is made up of two lines. So in between those lines is shaded. Okay. The, the line. Let me use the green part. The line above this line here is this conversion line and this baseline their highs and lows divided into two that is their average plotted 26 time periods in the future okay and the line below is uh what is it again okay the same it's the high and the low of the candle 52. Uh, am I getting this right? 52. Let me just pull it up instead of making mistakes. Once you know how to use it, knowing how to calculate it, it's calculated is not really important. Okay. Uh, pull it up here. So okay, this is it. So it is fifty-two period. High plus 52 period low divided by two. Right. Okay. Okay. So 52 candles behind. You take the high and the low, add them together, divide by two, and you plot it 26 periods in the future. Okay. Yeah. So what that does is, uh, where am I? What that does is it will give you a support and resistance. Zone that is dynamic. Oh, you know, okay. Usually, when usually we draw support and resistance, this line is uh, resistance. But as price is changing, that line sorry. is. What did you say? Sorry, what's that Okay. Sorry, sorry.
1: So we're trying to analyze you
0: know, the H Yeah, do you want me to go on?
1: Yeah, just yeah, continue, go ahead.
0: Okay, so um, this line I've drawn here is the resistance line. But okay. that line is static. It doesn't it doesn't change, it remains where it is. As price changes, so with the Jimoku cloud, the support and resistance zone is dynamic. So it's changing okay. with price. So it's changing in shape. It's changing in thickness. It's also changing in um, in bias. So this line is the one on top, calculated from these two uh, these two lines. Yeah. For using how many days? Uh, in the line? Fifty-two. No, no, no. The one below is fifty-two. Okay, okay, yeah, the one below is fifty-two. Oh, this is just the average. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. the so with this line, it's just the average of these two lines. Okay plotted 26 days in the future. With the line below, it is the average of the candidate fifty-two periods prior plotted. So when yep. you have this one above and this one beneath, then you have a bullish uh, setup there. Okay. When you now have this one that is above here, below, and this one below here, above, then it's there. That's why this is oh. red, and that's why this is green. So that's that's, oh, okay. the, that's basically the Ichimoku cloud. So how oh. do you... How to use the Ichimoku cloud? You you only want to buy when price is above the cloud. Mm. And you want to, ideally you want to enter that position when this yellow line crosses above the purple line. The purple line. That's around here. So if I was, if I was trading, if I wanted to take a trade after that seller, I will wait until here, yeah. that day here to enter that trade. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not pinpoint accurate, but it's the safest way. It's trying to yeah. keep, keep you safe. So, yeah. so you using this crossover is one way, but if I want it to be extremely safe, I would wait for price to break above this cloud somewhere here okay. before I go along. And then if I wanted to be really, really, really safe, I will wait until this, until price was above, sorry, until the yellow line crosses above the purple line. And then hmm. price was above the cloud. And... Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah don't I... worry. Let me take care of this line. Oh, OK, OK, yeah, go on. Go on. Sorry, right? No problem at yeah, all. No problem. Uh, well, I, it's it's, well, I, it's okay. It's sticking, so I'm just taking care of it. Yeah, there's no problem. It's just a yeah, phone call. Uh, right. So with the Ichimoku Cloud, the Ichimoku Cloud is a very, it's a very safe way to trade. Oh, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's an indicator that keeps you safe. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. Yeah, it tries to make sure by the time you enter your position the cost is clear for you there is Mm -hmm. less risk of price going against you so the first sign is the conversion line that's the yellow has crossed above the yeah. which is the baseline second thing you watch out for is when the the price price. has closed above the cloud the third thing you look out for is this lagging span has closed above price yeah. and out above the cloud wow so if i was let me just do a quick replay i was going to go long here i would have done that let me see uh, okay let me replay from here let's see see so we have crossed we have crossed above the baseline here but the candle yes. is still beneath the cloud yep yeah. and, and you can see this cloud is still bearish so what yeah it's still bearish yeah so what, this was uh 14th of april, april wow. so watch wow so that's a sign some aggressive that's traders a- can go long here well, look okay. at this it's still bearish and, and look at this line it's still beneath now this is turning green
1: okay
0: but i still i'll still wait and wait mm. for the lagging span to break out and now yeah. it has broken out, yeah, out. and yeah. go all the way you're not you're not trying to catch the bottom you're just trying to jump onto the trend when it is safe mm. so you're waiting for you're you're waiting for let's say hopefully a very long trend like that so you want to jump on that yeah. trend when it is safe so this is not for yeah this is not for aggressive traders that want to catch every every up and down yeah, uh, every down future, chart. yeah. Right, so that's, uh, that's that one. Okay, but how do you, what if the, if you want to exit, does it give you an indication or just for entry? If you want to exit, hold on. If you want to yeah, this, I've just shown you how to view entries. So if you wanted to exit, let me do another replay. Let um, do another replay from here. So, so if you look yeah. at this chart, we've been on a bull run from,
1: yeah.
0: from here, okay? Mm. Price is in So the yellow line crossed above the purple line here. Mm. Price was above the cloud. Everything was above the cloud. So let's say you had gone long here and price was going and, going and going and going and going and going. So we're here today. Everything okay. is above the cloud. So watch this. The cloud is green. This was the period leading to the crash in February. Yeah, to the crash. Yeah. So the first indicator you watch is that moving average crossover. Okay, you can see that? Oh, that happened very fast. Let me go. Let me go back. Yeah, that happened really quick. Really quick. Yeah. Let me go back. I'm going to slow it down. So the first sign we're looking for is when this yellow line crosses below the, the coast. Coast. So this was February, 2020. February, yeah? Everything yeah. was good. Well, you mm. we know, there was the, the virus was already in China. Yeah, uh, that's that kind of time it so just keep watching. You can see price has calmed down, but it's still in the cloud. Now the yellow line is crossing mm. here. Yeah. price has broken below the cloud that's the first oh. one I, I even forgot oh. to watch look at this one this lagging span has broken below the cloud so in, okay. this, case, in this case the moving average crossover is actually slower the slower uh, was this was very slow in telling you that we're yeah. now the the Crossover was supposed to be somewhere around there, but both of them were overlapping. Mm, Yeah, at that point, yeah. So at this this point here, the candle has broken down. Whenever your candle crosses into your moving averages, that's the warning sign. But Mm. that can happen without a sell-off. For example, here, it crosses into the moving averages, or it goes back up. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. so that sign is not reliable. So you want to combine yeah. that signal with other signals. okay, okay. So here, let me go back again. So what happens is, here we are having that crossover, but the candles have began to break into the. This cloud. Remember, this cloud is supposed to be your support. Mm. See the candles coming down. We have crossed into yeah. the moving averages. Here, you should be a bit worried. And here, we have, we have the be, cloud. Yeah. So, at this point, that's your warning. Mm. We have crossed into the moving averages. The candles have broken into the cloud and out. If you were long, this is where you close your position. The lagging span is still above the cloud, but eventually it will come beneath the cloud. So, this is the first sign. Yeah, okay. The first reliable signal that you need to close your trade, take your profit. And then watch. It will continue. Wow. (laughs) So, you can see those two lines are still overlapped. So even here, you're not going long because you know it's not safe. We're still beneath the cloud. Yeah, because because still below the cloud. And now the the conversion line has diverged completely from the baseline. So we're going to bottom somewhere here, but we don't know that at this yeah. point. So see, the Ichimoku keeps you safe because once we are under the cloud. You don't want to buy but you can take this as a signal to start selling here yeah. so let's say you started selling here let me pause it let's say this was our, our our point of confirmation let's assume you started selling at this candle so you would have sold all the way down here and even after this bounce you know we're still under the cloud Oh, the cloud, yeah. so, and the conversion line is beneath the baseline. So you're still comfortable selling. So you'd have sold all the way down. Here. You would not have started selling here because we're well, still above. So, you would have- yeah. so the goal here yeah. is it will help you identify the, the long-term trend, but you won't be able to catch the start and the finish of the trend you we'll just catching yeah. the most important body of that trend. So it goes on. A bit slow. So, 23rd, we have bottomed here, but you don't know that. And the indicator has not told you that. But we have crossed into the moving average. That's a warning. Yeah. And if, so, if you're very uh, conservative, you probably take your profits here if you were selling. And here, we are consolidating. It looks like we're moving sideways. So if, you, if you're happy with whatever you have, your profits here, you can close them. If you want okay. it to go long, this is... If you're aggressive, you can take this as your signal to go long. Once this yellow line crosses above, you can see it's already yeah. getting there. Yeah, I get it there. <laughs> it's getting there. It's Now, you start watching yeah. this lagging span and the candles. The candle will close above this, and the lagging span will close outside this. This is the second signal to watch. Wow, this is impressive. (laughs) It's easier to understand when you watch and replay, but in real time, you have, okay, now we're close above the cloud. So you can also go long here. So it's yes. it is safest if you wait for this lagging span to close above the cloud. So we're watching three things or four things. you are watching candles cross into the moving averages. you are watching for the conversion line to close above the baseline. you are watching for the candles yes. to close above the cloud, and lastly, you're waiting for this lagging span to close above. So, so you will. You will miss out on all of this. Mm. Yeah. But you're hoping it's a long term trend. Remember, we're, yeah. we're re- recovering from a crash. So, yeah. at the end of the day, the recovery should last for maybe years, but we don't know how long it's going to last. So, now we're green here, and this is close here. You can comfortably go long. Mm. So that's, that's how Ichimoku works. So using, well, using Ichimoku, this. I'm going to delete this. So using Ichimoku alone, this is bullish, safe to go long. Very everything. Says go long on the weekly chart. We're broken above the crowd. On the daily chart, it's a perfect long setup. Perfect. But you know you cannot use one indicator alone. You have to use indicator. indicators. Indicators in. You have to a combination of indicators too. So yeah. you can so you can uh, remove any errors or biases that your indicators might have. So if I close this, I turn on my T map. Let me show you how that T map works. When you have okay. when you have a trend, you're going to have these three moving averages in parallel. And the, the, the space between them should be even. It's not always going to be equal. It's going to be even. even. So that's what you're seeing here, when you have, let's say you were you were, you were buying here, let's say here. Okay. You can see the three of them are parallel, the orange is above, the green is in between, the blue is beneath. So if you are buying here, you should be comfortable to stay in that trade and just keep riding it. Okay. So even uh, where we're going. Think yeah, it was here. So even when yeah, I was here. But even when price begins to pull back, it comes into the moving average, but you can see the orange moving average is still above. So the the structure of that that those three lines has changed. The purple and the green are touching but there is no crossover yet. so you stay yeah. in, you stay in that trade. So with this okay. when you identify the trade with ichimoku, you want to use this to support what ichimoku is telling you, so you also okay. they're basically supporting one another. So with this you know right? Yeah. right I'm going to stay in let's say you bought here's where you enter the, this is where you enter the trade for now. You enter the trade here you enter the trade here you want to keep riding that rally even when it comes down here your lines do not cross over you stay. this it bounces back it goes above here there's a bit of trouble okay okay you can still stay in the trade here because when you're Orange moving average is beneath your green is in the middle, and the blue is above, then it's becoming bearish. Okay, so right now it's not bearish, it's just a consolidation. I draw a line, you see what I mean here. Let me draw a tunnel here. Look at this. So this is simply this is simply a consolidation. It's not like the the uh, the S and P is going bearish. No. So if, with this team map you are comfortable to stay in that trade, and you can ride out that consolidation. And then once you get to this date here, the trend continues. So you can see yeah. the orange moving average moves back above. And the green moves to the middle, and then the trend continues. And you keep riding that trend. So let's say you had bought all the way down there. You just you know through these indicators that you should stay in the trend. So you keep riding it all the way. Yeah, keep riding it even after this seller. So this is not the technical. So this this broke beneath the three of them. It bounces yeah. off this this uh, this blue line is the 200-day moving average. It bounces okay. off the 200-day moving average. So that gives you some sort of confidence that through that sell-off. You're not really worried. So you ride it out, so, and then you get here. There's another consolidation. There, you know, it looks like there's some trouble here there's some trouble and then you have this blue line is above green is in between the orange is below so that looks pretty bad yeah. it's a very rough patch so most likely you'll be worried you might close the tree here but if you are not if your psychology is very very strong and you're not worried still ride it out okay. yeah because even though we we have that uh, we have that bearish alignment between the three of them it it's not very even and it doesn't continue for a long period of time like this so we have the orange below the green in between the blue on the top but it doesn't last long the green the orange crosses back up. And then we resume the trend. See that? So this this indicator can help you ride out all this turbulent patches. Helps you write all of that out. Sits you in the trade, it gives you peace of mind. When so you write all of that out, and then the trend continues, and then we get here. <laughs> You have that crossover here. The orange is below. The green is between. The blue is on top. And then you see it spacing out and widening out here. Now that's that's a yeah. sign. So a the moving up, yeah, the moving that is yeah, telling yeah. you that we have a downward trend. It's not a signal. The moving average is a is a lagging indicator, so it's, it's not going to tell you at the time when the, when the when price turns downward, it will not tell you exactly at that time because it's lagging, but it will let you know if that is a trend that is sustainable. And that's what this is saying. Like, these three are well spaced out. This is a trend. If you have a trend, uh, this is a trend here. That's a trend. So we'll use it to identify trends. So we remove that. Remove this. And then when we got to the bottom, this is the bottom. This was 2018. This crosses back above. The green crosses above the blue. And then we have another trend here. You can see this is a yeah, sustainable trend. At that point, moving or they stay up. What is it, blue? It's the 200 day moving average. They stay up. Oh, yeah, we've broken below the indicator. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The 200 moves slowly. It's a very, because you are taking the average for the past 200 days. It cannot move. As quickly as the 50, 35, and the 20. Okay. okay. So it takes longer for it to move. So okay. it is mostly used as a support and resistance. If you were trading this, mm-hmm. once this orange crosses above the other two, and the blue crosses above, or the green crosses above the blue, you will use this breakout here as. A sign that is not what I mean by breakout is: once price breaks above the twenty-day moving average, it tells you, okay, we are getting ready to keep to resume the bullish trend. So, if you notice at this point here, zoom in. So, when we were trying to break out, we got here. It acted as resistance, rejected price. So we went back down. Yeah. Back up, it rejected price again. Then we broke out. After breaking out, we kept going, and then when price got here, the moving average became support. See, it bounced off the moving average. Yes, so that's the the job of the moving Mm -hmm. average in this indicator. And then you have that trend. Here you have some turbulence, but you don't really have don't have a a bearish trend you just have some sort of turbulence consolidation so with this indicator you know that there's nothing to be worried about here i'm just going to ride it out just maintain your position and then after that see the lines are evenly spaced out and the trend continues so this is present day uh, 2020. This was February. So in February, all you see the lines were parallel, evenly spaced. We kept going after a support, and then on that day, we broke below the line. So this is why it's a lagging indicator. We have broken below here, but it was on this. Uh, it was several days after that the orange broke below the blue line. Yeah, and once it broke below the blue line, immediately it formed that structure yeah. telling you that we have yeah. a downward trend. And downward trend. Yeah. yeah, and you'll notice that we've had some turbulence here, there's no clear trend from here to here. We don't have a clear trend there. But yeah. it, we are beginning to have a trend here. Yeah, I think unless there's a breakout as yeah, well. Yeah, yes. So we're having a breakout above 200 Day moving Average. We're having breakouts mm. in Ichimoku. The T-map is mm. evenly spaced. The orange is above, the green is in between. Uh, the blue is beneath. So it, it's beginning to look like a trend yeah so you're getting all this information but you have to yes. make a de- you have to make a decision so mm-hmm. what what this will boil down to is from your experience trade uh, trading which of these indicators do you trust the most or which combination of these indicators do you trust <laughs> yeah. yeah so so it's, yeah. it's not really a definite signal to go long or go short no just going to give oh. you all that information so you know, you have a, a deeper understanding yeah. of what's happening. Yeah. So initially, my, my, what I was thinking was, once we break above this white line, and we close above, I am confident that I can go along. Because if you combine Chimoku and this CMAP indicator, everything looks perfect for a long yeah, yeah. Filters. Now, my third indicator is no, not this, is this CD sequential. So, with this one, you can you can identify if there is a trend, and you can identify when that trend is run, Sorry, when that trend is running out of momentum. And when it reaches exhaustion. Okay. So this indicator, unlike the others, is for timing. It's okay. very, very strange how it times the market for you. It will tell you. Like, see this aggressive uh, bullish setup here. It timed the market perfectly there. Right? Perfect timing to go long. Look at this nine. So you have a you have a cell setup. Nine candle and aggressive setting. Perfect timing. So if you had gone short here, you won't miss out on any move up. It goes down after. Yeah. So the thing is it, it requires a little bit of experience because see, it has been warning you from here. Have a sequential nine, you have another sequential sorry, combo 13 here, another nine, another 13. So it's telling you that this bull run that we've been having for a for a long time is running out of momentum. So, but when you see this, it's telling you where that you should expect either a pause in the trend or the trend will gain more momentum. That's the at 9 Expect a pause, expect a pullback, or expect more momentum. Mm. So you never know which one is going to be. Okay. But it tells you to be ready. So combining this with other indicators is where it becomes
1: powerful.
0: Mm. So with this, we've got this aggressive. 13 saying okay it's time to go long here and it went price went higher from there all Mm. the way to here then we got this nine now remember Mm. that nine is saying expect a pause or a pullback or a continuation of that momentum that is uh, so the 9 says there is a trend after that 9 it will also count down to 13. now that countdown from 9 to 13 is telling you all right this is not just a trend but this trend has momentum so okay so this white line here is okay there is a trend this countdown to 13 is all right this trend has momentum but once you Once you get to 13, it's telling you all right, that trend is losing momentum and now it's getting Mm lost. That's what what I'm saying. And if you know what is between C13 and A13. So usually you have a countdown from one to nine. Yeah. Identifying a trend. Yep. After that, nine, you can get a pause, a pullback, or Momentum. Momentum. Now, from that nine, you start counting. You count down to thirteen. Okay. So this is the countdown. It begins here. You can see it. That nine is the one. Okay. So this last candle, which is nine, becomes the the starting the candle right. for the countdown. If this nine closes above the high. Of candle seven or six, mm. and we have that close there. So we begin to count down from candle nine. So we have that countdown. There's a there's a mechanism on, about how this works. Okay, so with the nine, you want the candles to be consecutive. You can see one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. With the thirteen, the candles do not have to be consecutive. Okay one the next candle is here two mm, okay, okay. It's to close above the uh it needs, it needs to close above the close of the candles two days prior. Two days prior this two needs, needs to close above this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why with this one with we couldn't do that because two days prior was higher than that candle. Kind of mm-hmm. So, uh, you said what was the difference between aggressive 13, A13, and C13? After you count down all the way to 13, then you have reached exhaustion. And
1: mm-hmm. then you
0: can take a sell position. But some traders you might feel comfortable going short before you get to that 13. That's the aggressive 13. Mm. That is, you do not wait until the conditions for a sequential 13 are fully met. You're a bit in a hurry. You want to you want to jump into the cell position before the before the indicator gives you that sequential mm. 13. That's the aggressive. It means you're aggressive. If you wait for this 13, you're conservative. That's the difference. This is aggressive, this is conservative. Okay. Okay. okay, now there's another way of counting down to 13. That's the combo 13. So, the difference between combo 13 and the sequential 13 is for you to have a sequential 13, you must have a nine set up. After that, nine you count down to 13 that's how you get this 13 with the so you need a total of nine plus 13 candles at least at least 22 candles with the combo 13 it uses a different way of counting so you don't need the first nine candles you start counting all the way from one straight to 13 it's a different methodology yeah. okay. Combine the setup phase and the trending phase together into one countdown. Mm. So that's why it's called combo wow. Now, why, why I'm a bit hesitant to go long despite the fact that this kind of flows above that resistance line is because of this indicator. But this indicator it told you to go long here. The mm. And then it told you there is a trend. That's the one, two, three, up to nine. It says there is a trend. And then when you got to nine, it says, okay, expect a pause or a pullback or mm. a situation. So we got that pullback here. Yeah, successfully. Yeah. And then the countdown to 13 began. We got here yeah, aggressive. I don't really like this aggressive. But we counted all the way down to 13. What that is now saying is all right, we've had our trend, had a trending phase with the momentum. Now we are reaching exhaustion. But while that 13 countdown was ongoing, another nine setup began to count here. Mm. And we had nine consecutive candles. So, when you see the nine, expect either a pullback or a pause, that's consolidated, or another, yeah, another, yeah. another yeah, exactly count 13. But the next day was a combo 13. Combo 13s are rare, they're not very common. You see lots of nines, aggressive 13, and sequential 13. Combo 13s are not very common because of the way of counting. Okay. So in the last three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we had sequential 13, nine setup, combo 13, all telling you expect a pullback, or this trend has reached exhaustion. That's what all three of them are seeing. And all three of them are appearing just at that point where I identified my resistance line, this white line. Yeah. Remember, this white line is just a bit. It's just a line drawn by some by me. Okay. It might be right. It might be wrong. But coincidentally, this t- yes, this TD sequential is saying we are also identifying exhaustion at that same point. So that's something for me to think about. And if yeah. I am expecting a pullback. If it's not a crash, I'm not expect a crash. But if it's a pullback, I'm expecting a pullback down to this level. Why that level? Because mm. you can see the this indicator has a way of identifying support and resistance as well. So this green dotted line here that is just forming is yeah. the is the extreme of this move that we had okay so if price pulled back that indicator is saying expect a pull back down to this level
1: that level
0: yeah yeah when when we started counting down during the seller when we started counting down from here this is candle one i don't know if you can see those numbers one so <coughs> when we started counting down from here all the way to like this uh um, yeah, when so started counting me. down from here, this move down. The extreme of that move is this red one. Can you see the okay. red one? Okay, that's the extreme of this move down. Mm. So that is the resistance level for the recovery of this move. Right. yeah. So that uh, is Exactly. This whole trend is the recovery of that move. So we have rallied and we have just reached exhaustion Exhaustion, right at that level. Wow. (laughs) This is interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but it doesn't work all the time. That's why you have to combine several indicators. Yeah. So with this indicator, it is contradicting the other two indicators mm. now the other two indicators are for identifying trends and you know staying in the trend this mm. indicator mm. is for timing you yeah, will, will not always get the timing right Do yeah, yeah. not get the timing for the big move right or it will tell you for example, here yeah, it says expect a. What most people don't understand about this indicator, the think is, once you see nine or 13, it's telling you to sell. No, it's, okay. it's telling you expect a pause or a pullback. But we can also have a countdown to 13. So you see nine here, yeah, nothing happened. Nine here, yeah, nine, 13, small, small pullback. But eventually, before you got this, You've got that nine and you got that aggressive 13 mm. happening at the same on the same candle yeah. the same candle so with this one i have sequential 13 9 setup combo 13 happening in three days mm. and that's happening at a resistance level and that's happening at a point where even without indicators using just price action the time goes off, price action alone is telling me that there is a loss of momentum here. So the price action, I will look at the chart without any indicators, just study the candles and the patterns on the chart. If I draw a channel here, see this we have a strong trend up here and then from here it's just consolidation there's a loss of momentum here but we're just beginning to break out we've broken out of this channel but it's not sometimes you have a breakout but it's the way in which you break out that is important Okay, so using price action, we have we have broken out of that consolidation phase, which is this horizontal channel. So we went we entered that phase here, we're bound, got rejected, rejected again, and then we broke out with these four candles: One, two, three. Now, look at these four candles. This is the breakout. Mm. This is confirmation. But look at that candle. It looks like uh, what should I call it? Mm. It looks like, it almost looks like a spinning top. Mm-hmm. But what, I'm, what I'm doing now is candlestick analysis. Yeah. So with this rectangle, that's chart pattern analysis with this channel that's chapter yeah. analysis this is a red I now we use candlestick analysis this looks like a spinning top and then the next yeah. day we pulled higher okay that's good and then on thursday we got a dragonfly doji now this dragonfly doji signifies something cool. and then friday we got the handyman um, yeah so this dragonfly doji is signifying indecision in the market. So we have reached this point but there is indecision in the market. Bulls okay. try to push price up, bears try to push price below. Eventually the 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 uh, the, the amount of momentum between bulls and bears was even. Yeah for yeah. So that is a sign of indecision in the market. We can't, we can't decide if we want to go above, that is, continue the trend, or we want to go below, that is, pull back. And then the next day, we got a hanging man. Bears try to push price down, and they had some level of success. We got a yeah. long week. We yeah. had a long week and a small body. So bears tried to pull price down. Bulls pushed it up. Eventually, it ended up bullish. But this candle is a sign of exhaustion. Remember with the previous indicator, those sequential 13, combo 13, and setup 9 were telling you there's exhaustion in the move. Yeah. And then looking at the candles, we're seeing equal momentum between bulls and bears. And that struggle is continuing. But this candle is a topping formation. It's, it's trying to indicate that we might have reached the top because the bulls don't have enough momentum to continue with the rally. But so this is a topping pattern here. So, the question now is what do you what should one use in making that decision? Do you want to go with Ichimoku and TMAP that are telling you right, we could be having a trend here, or do you want to go with TD sequential and just price action alone telling you we could be having a mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's tough? Stop. yeah Stop. i was planning to go long but i kind of trust this i trust this indicator this one it yeah i trust it's a taxi the others are not timing indicators this one is a timing indicator it helps you time the market and mm-hmm. it's very uncommon for you to have sequential 13 nine bearish setups and complicating in three days. So that's a very strong sign of exhaustion. At least I'm expecting pullback down to 28.3. At least or oh, at most, let me say it, at most. That is gonna be enough.
1: But we might not get
0: it, we might not get it. Then another thing you can also do is you can study the market breadth. That is, without indicate, well, using indicators, you look into the market, see how stocks are doing. So I'm going to pull this up. Another thing to point out, see this gray line here. Just that line, that's the RSI. RSI, so
1: the
0: RSI, okay. RSI is almost overbought. It's not there yet. It's close to overbought territory. With mm-hmm. so this other indicator here, this green and red is the McClellan submission Index. So what mm-hmm. it does is it, it studies all the stocks in the S&P index. Mm-hmm. And it, tries to uh, look at the number of stocks that are advancing, that is increasing. Yeah. when a stock closes above the price it closed yesterday, that's an advance. When the stock closes below, below the price it closed on the previous in- trading day, that's a decline. So advanced decline, advanced decline. Okay. And you'll notice during this during this bull run here, take this bull run shape During this bull run here, we had lots of stocks advancing. That's why you have this green. You have more stocks advancing than declining. So mm. when you have more stocks advancing than declining, you have a bullish trend. That will result in all these um, lines being above the zero line. So this line in between is the zero line. So when you have green, it means we are bullish. And then in February, when we began to have that sell-off, we started having more stocks declining than advancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we already had... More stocks declining than advancing before February 20th. You can see that here. You see this? Yes. Yes. So this indicator had switched from bullish to bearish on the 4th of February. So this is giving you an indication even before the sell of that. Something is going on, forget about the news, look at the, the stocks in the SP index. We're having more stocks declining than advancing. And yeah. we have so we have so many stocks declining that the indicator has moved into bearish territory. Yeah. That is what happened here. So let's say let's say you were trying to trade at this on this day here and you are trying to trade during this period and you had this td sequential giving you, uh, nine cell setup aggressive 13 and then you look at this indicator it tells you we are now in bearish phase, and you're hearing news of the coronavirus yeah and you look at ichimoku are still above the cloud, so you you be, it puts you in a in a very heightened state where you are very. Yeah. You're, more, you're not you're at peace anymore. Okay. Yeah. you are. at allowed to you know close all your trades and you know, take your profits or start selling. Mm-hmm. So that's another useful indicator. And then as we got to uh 20th of february the amount of declining stocks began to increase increase yeah. and as we proceeded into the sell-off you can see the normal increase and we got to a maximum on the day we've gotten you can see that there that's uh mm-hmm. 23rd, that was the maximum and since that day we've got the aggressive 13 candle for td sequential And the ichimoku based uh, conversion line began to go upwards. If you now combine all that information with this summation index, you see that the number of, although we're in bearish territory, the number of declining stocks is reducing. That's what this is. If you look here, Mm -hmm. you see a reduction. so that gives you some sort of, some sort of confidence that hmm, looks like what Ichimoku is telling me and what T D sequential is telling me is correct. It gives you some confidence to maybe start buying. So we have that decline is going, forward, but we have not truly crossed into bullish territory because this is to, uh, this is Friday. As of Friday, yeah. we crossed. So we still have more declining stocks advancing. Another very useful indicator. Wow. So this helps you view how, this is not about price now. This is not about uh, uh, calculations. This is about the performance of the stocks in the S&P index. Another one you can look at is this. Now, this, this chart is telling you how many stocks in the S&P index are above their 200-day moving average. Remember, the 200-day moving average is this, this line. Yeah. If you look at the S&P, we have just crossed above it. Yeah. With this indicator, well, it's not really an indicator, it's an index. With this index, it tells you what percentage of stocks in the S&P index are above the 200-day moving average. It's 41. So 41% of stocks are now above the 200-day moving average. So, so more than half of the stocks in the, in the S&P index have not crossed above their 200-day moving average. So that is. That is corroborating what this indicator is telling you. Mm-hmm. Remember, this indicator is about advance and decline yeah, yeah. This index is about moving average. How many stocks have crossed above the moving average? So this one says 41%, which is close to half. This indicator is saying we are close to crossing into bullish territory, but we're not there yet. Yes. So that's another useful information that, that I use. So if you put everything together, I what I am expecting is I'm expecting some kind of pullback. Yeah, then Maybe not a sell-off like a lot of people are predicting. Because A lot of people are saying, <laughs> a lot of people are saying we're, we are going lower than we went in March 23rd. That's not, what yeah, I yeah. that's not what I am. That's yeah, not what I am people expecting that as well. Some people say we're going to go low, but it's not going to be as well, low what's as. That, low. What's the reason why they say that? Is it because? Well, because everything is happening. They say because the coronavirus is still out there, and a lot of jobs have been lost. because jobs are not coming back gdp is uh, declining uh, all the normal all the usual economic economic indices economy. and indicators that we look at to judge how okay. the economy is performing they are all bad uh, unemployment in the u.s is about uh, i don't know 14 million or a very large number so okay. and those 14 million will not get jobs immediately so no matter how you look at it the situation is still bad so we might still get a decline or it won't be as low as mine some people think it's really going be lower so with this indicator i am thinking at least to 2850. and how do i get that 2850 well that's what the indicator is telling me this line here so that's very conservative somewhere down there so for now i'm going i'm going to wait well i can't go long yet because i have some some degree of trust in this indicator so i'll see what next week looks like and then whatever happens next week if we go down then i know okay the indicator was right if we go up then I know okay, maybe the indicator was wrong. I can go I can go long. But you never know. You have to try as much information as you can. So that's that's the SP. Hold on, let me let me, uh, I me quickly give me two seconds, I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. that's fine. S and P is pretty convenient to trade because you have lots of information on its performance. That's why I prepared it. But you were asking about Bitcoin. Are you trading Bitcoin?
1: Yeah, yeah, i be picking up some few bitcoins here and there
0: with Bitcoin. Let me start from the weekly. This is the weekly chart for Bitcoin.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So I'm I'm not even using indicators here, I'm just trying to use price action. All right. If you use chart pattern analysis, we have a pattern here. This is a descending broadening width. You can see price is a consolidation price is consolidating into a narrow way we have this bounce rejection bounce uh, partial rise bounce rejection bounce eventually price should break out like that eventually so this pattern usually breaks out to the upside okay If you use wave analysis, you have two kinds of wave. You have an impulsive wave. This is an an example of an impulsive wave, a violent, sharp move in price. Then you have a consolidation. It's not as violent as the impulsive. It's maybe of a correction. And then you have another impulsive wave Violent, sharp move. And then you have a corrective wave. The corrective wave, it could be broad, it could be narrow, but it's not as steep as the impulsive wave. So you have another correction. After that correction, you're expecting another impulsive wave. That's wave analysis. Impulsive wave, corrective wave, impulsive wave, corrective wave. So now, this is the weekly chart, so we're looking at long-term a uh, long term view. Yeah. So we're expecting an impulsive way. Now we might still price might still go back down and then go back up. You never know when.
1: Okay. Or
0: we you have what is called a partial decline. So we calm down a little bit and then we we'll go up. You never know, but we are here. So mm-hmm. a, a close above this white line could be the sign of a breakout. Okay. So when you get that, when you get a close above like that, that's the breakout. And then when you have a close above the close of that breakout, that's the confirmation. Then you want mm-hmm. to go, you want to go mm-hmm. long. Yeah that's the uh, weekly chart and if you look at the if you look at the weekly chart you'll see that let me put on the, put on this in the yeah you see that the candles they are bouncing up support this is the uh, this is one of those moving averages again bounce up here, 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 here. So this is an important level in price for Bitcoin. Okay. That's what I mean, an important level. If I go into the daily, let me hide this. You, you see even clearly now, this is a daily chart. So we, yeah. This was a sell-off in March. We yeah. sold off, and then we bounced here, I think. OK, there was nothing there. So we, we, we bounce from here. Now we are consolidating. Yeah. that that's horizontal. We are just consolidating here. And that consolidation is into a, a rectangle, a channel. We bounce here. Got rejected here, bounced here. Uh, we didn't touch the top, and then we bounced here. So I, once we got here, I bought Bitcoin pump around here. Mm. Why? Because from the weekly chart, we have a, a very bullish pattern for me, which should break out to the upside. So and <laughs> that pattern is very close to the top of the, of the, sorry, price is very close to the top of the trend line in that broadening way. So um, this is where prices so we're close to breaking out daily chart we're consolidating into a channel now yeah. this should break out up that's what I'm expecting so yeah. the first thing to watch here is a close above this channel and then as the breakout another close above that kind of confirmation. Okay. So this is where I entered my long position. So we are advancing to the top of this channel. Once so we, we get right Yeah, when, when we get there, you never know what might happen. We might come back down, we might go back up, you never know. So okay. just have, you just have to wait. So if you, are, if, if you can't wait for the breakout, you can trade small positions within this channel. Price will bounce back and forth within okay. this trend, eventually to either go up or to go down. But usually, okay. you get a close below or above the line, then you get another close below or above that candle. That's the sign. That was the sign, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see here, okay. we, we, we broke below the trend line, but we closed above it. Okay, line. Yeah yeah we broke down yeah. a on top of it. so if you want to see the breakout and the confirmation then you can go along there so, short I'm short, I'm short so right now we're just bouncing we're just consolidating You can make some profit within this range but the real money is that move mm. that's the real money yeah real money oh that's cool yeah, and if you look, if you look this way, you can almost see like uh, it's almost this, this or the weekly. Yeah, the You can almost see like a well, support there. Almost like a support there. Price, price i'm expecting this to break out i expected to break out of yeah i expected to break out of but can it's it's a game of patience yeah, it's a game of patience. Just have to wait. That's what it is. Yeah, oh, this makes sense. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have, another thing would be S&P index. If you look at, when the stock market is when investors don't have confidence in the stock market, they begin to put their money in safe havens like uh, Japanese yen, gold, silver, yep. bonds. Yep. And I want know. to feel like that's exactly what is happening now, especially because what thing I, I found out? During that much um, downward trend, it's a safe.
1: Most people like kind of just sell off, uh, take
0: their money, and just keep like right, just go. Yeah. And back. So right now, most investors they have like pool of cash just waiting for that moment where they yeah. can get back to the market, which they've not really find out yet. So right now, we have lots of people just sitting on cash and just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So because. Because there is confidence in this recovery. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I'm thinking if next week we we'll see a very strong move, people might jump in. Yeah, people we'll might jump in and the matter would just go. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't want to miss this one. If you miss this one, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to miss this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one will take us back to all time high. Yeah, to all time high. Now, if if you look at silver, the USD, silver has formed um, a, a very bullish chart pattern. Wow. See, that's a bull flag. You have I put it on. I don't for chart. If you have an area of consolidation here, that's the flag. Mm. you have a, you have an area of strong impulsive move up remember using wave analysis you have impulse and correction correction so yeah. this this is the impulsive wave mm. now after that wave we consolidated off the yeah. rejected bounced, moved up or rejected and it looks like we have broken out so you look yeah, here okay. price goes above the flag Good. Yesterday, we got a strong candle. Mm. That's the confirmation. So this could be yeah. the beginning of the next impulsive day. Wow. If you put on the uh, t indicator, look at the yeah. 200-day moving average. Can you see that blue line? Yeah, so I can see it. So it looks like that area is a strong support. So price is bouncing off that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it didn't even get to the bottom of this flag; It was only mm-hmm. bouncing off on the day moving average. So after this uh, Wednesday candle, it just took off. Oh. That's uh, that's the T-map. So you, you can see Ichimoku is telling you that it is... It is safe to go long. Wow. you look at all the, on this off, if you look at all the signals that can give you, you have have price above the cloud, Hmm. Uh, the conversion line crossed above the baseline. Long ago, yeah, and was, so we had to consolidate. So Ichimoku, uh, Ichimoku, crossed above here. We had to cross over here, and then we entered this channel. Look at this channel here. Mm-hmm. That channel, the Ichimoku of the channel. So yeah. we, and so we crossed above here, entered this channel. Ichimoku yeah. remained, remained bullish, but the candles were in the cloud. So with the Chimot, yeah. you, you don't trade when the candles are in the cloud. And then price broke above the cloud here, mm. and then we got this impulsive wave. Then the conversion line now separated from the baseline. Sometime, somewhere around that date, the lagging span broke out of the cloud. So. This is almost giving you confidence that, okay, this is in bullish territory. This is a signal to go along. And if you turn this T-map on, you turn it to MoCo you can see here, move this, you can see that is showing you that we have a trend, upward trend. The lines are parallel. They are almost evenly spaced.
1: All indication just like
0: yes. So that is silver. If you now, if you look at gold, S A U U S T. On this up, gold is also having a very bullish pattern. So silver has a bull flag, gold has formed an ascending triangle. So you have this horizontal trend line and you have this upward sloping trend line.
1: Yeah.
0: So this is your impulsive move here. So what we're doing now is we're consolidating. Price hit the top, got rejected, bounced off this one. Bounce here, bounce here. So it's price is consolidating into a narrow range. Eventually, it's going to break out, and then can we'll give you confirmation to go long. You know? So gold and silver are highly correlated. Wow. Yeah. Highly correlated, and yeah. you can view that with a correlation coefficient. So think of mine. Include okay, silver X A P U F D. Oh, I have too many indicators. Okay, right, let me close and remove this one. I can only use a maximum of five this Yeah, my- yeah. I, think, yeah, I don't try it too. Uh, unless you auto to upgrade.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: This is the correlation coefficient of silver and gold. One means perfect correlation. If gold goes up, silver goes up. Okay. Negative correlation means if one goes up. So if you look at gold and silver over the years, see that this is the scale here. One is at the top. Yeah. Right right now correlation is around 0.8 oh, that's yeah. that's pretty high but so if you yeah. look at the average the average is 0.97 yeah but once in a while the correlation breaks down breaks down here there's a breakdown here breakdown here it's one even went negative yeah so most of the time they're highly correlated yeah, it is. Wow, That's- so What are they saying? <laughs> what are they saying is if you see, uh, what's this? Mm-hmm. Okay. what this? Don't what i What are they saying is if you see gold breaking out to the upside, very soon silver will follow they are correlated. If silver is breaking out, gold will follow. So silver currently is is outperforming gold. Usually, silver follows gold. But right now, if you look at gold-silver ratio, what it is showing you is the ratio between gold and silver. That is how many. how, I don't know how they say it. Is it. How many ounces of gold, or how many ounces of silver can you use to purchase one ounce of gold? Something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, but well, that's for people trading. If you, so I mean, people who buy physical gold and silver. People who yeah, yeah, physical. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, those who are trading, what this is telling you is when this chart goes up. It means gold is outperforming silver. Okay. When the chart goes down, silver is outperforming out gold. So right now, silver is outperforming gold. That's why, I don't know if you have noticed, you noticed for the past, uh, is it two weeks, silver has been very, very strong. A very strong candles. But gold it has been very weak. It's not really. It's not really moving that much. Mm. It's not really moving now. Look at yesterday. yesterday Silver had a move of two point wow. eight five percent. You see the the value at two point eight five. Gold. Yes. That was good. That gold very weak, zero point six three. In some cases, is even selling. That is even declining. So silver is currently outperforming gold. That's why. You see that silver has broken out of the gold, mm-hmm. gold is still making its way up. Yeah. So eventually it will break out and it will begin its rally. So, what I is showing you is. Investors are supposed to be piling in their money into the stock market. But silver and gold are about to break out. So what does that mean? The stock markets should move inversely to silver and gold. Yeah, silver. Silver.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: but right now they are they are positively correlated. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so that, is, that is why I... That's why I'm very skeptical of this, this bullish rally. I'm I I believe in that gold and silver um, signal. So that is making me think maybe this one will, this is a stock market now. Maybe this one will go down very soon. I don't know for a fact, but I see silver, I see gold. They're about to take off to the upside. I see the stock market, S&P is showing signs of exhaustion, is struggling, mm. so it makes me feel, hmm, maybe it's going to go down very soon.
1: Mm.
0: And then I look at bonds, this is bonds, T-L-T.
1: Yeah.
0: Bonds and precious metals, I see that as safe havens. When yeah. the market is selling up, so when when we sold up in February, you look at bonds. Bonds took off. Mm. No, 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 yes. When we, sold, when we sold up in February, this is uh, February yeah, from here. Yeah, bonds took off. When we started recovering, bonds sold off. So right now, bonds are consolidating into a bullish pattern. So you have bounce here, bounce here, rejection, bounce, rejection, bounce, bounce. So this is consolidating into a falling wedge. Mm. That's a falling wedge. Eventually, falling wedge will break out of that pattern and then you get confirmation. So you have silver, gold, and bonds. These are mm. safe havens that investors put their money in when the stock market is going down yeah. they are showing signs of going up the s&p is showing signs of slowing down so it makes me hesitate to start buying the spy very reluctant okay but this was that you a strong signal would you rather put your money
1: here the oh,
0: yeah? I am buying bonds and gold right now. Wow. Yeah, I'm okay. already buying. I'm already buying bonds. That's TLT. I'm buying yeah. gold. Um, silver. I don't really trade silver, I just look at its correlation with gold.
1: okay. Okay,
0: yeah. okay. These are the five that I trade. I trade Bitcoin, US dollar, bonds gold stock market okay all these other ones are just indicators indicators yeah so those are the five i create so um, okay. i'm the only one i'm not i'm selling the spx okay. selling the, I, even, I added to my short on friday because i think it's going to be a pullback oh, and if there's, okay. yeah if there's no pullback i'm ready to lose a small amount of money because I can yeah, always can jump you, into. You, the shorting. How do you do shorting? Just sell. Couple. Okay. It is so, it, it's a bit complicated. If you, you were trying to do it in the US, where you have to buy the actual stock, or you have to borrow the stock and then sell, it's, it's a bit complicated. But with eToro, it's very easy. Just sell. Okay. 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 And so you so want to short an Uh This is my virtual account. Okay. So you do know your buying or selling in hr right? Oh yeah, yes. The other the other um the other brokers are not very user friendly. Okay, yeah, it's very user friendly. Oh, very... I love it. It doesn't even use the traditional terms for certain things. Just just yeah. plain English. You no. Know? Yeah. Other brokers I I I have several. I have um, I have markets.com, I have IG option, I have Trade Zero, but man, after I even have Wanda. I have Interactive Book. Once I sign up and I look at the interface, I look at all the terminology, it just puts me up. Yeah. Yeah, Just puts me up. It's so complicated. It's always so straightforward. Yeah, it's very straightforward. Yeah, if I, if I wanted to sell the SP now, I just click mm. on the sell. I instead of buy, I come to sell. So this is short. Like oh, okay. yeah, I'm short. Ideally, oh. if you buy when you close your position, you're selling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the proper use of the term. And if you mm-hmm. think the stock market will go down, you short it and mm. when you close your position you have covered so you cover your short. so, so you get yeah. short and you cover you buy and you sell are so the times. but we need to remove all that yeah, job. If, you're selling, if you're selling do you put like if i'm buying now for instance like like okay i want to buy
1: certain numbers like i don't know it's done Okay, this
0: okay. This is this is index. Okay, okay, it's different from maybe proportion. Like oh yeah. Individual, yes. like, like, can you buy a certain number, like we how
1: to buy of shares, or 100 shares or all
0: of that. Yeah, that's it's different. different. Okay. This is okay. In okay. okay. like this just five hundred. Oh. Oh, okay. Top. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with the with the shares, it's basically look at the price of one share. Yeah look yeah. at uh, right move right move one share cost 588 point60 okay. yeah so okay. actually I don't even know how they do it I think I don't know how they use units I don't like using this is why I like it all I don't fully understand all those units, all that stuff. So what I just did: how much am I going to pay? One share costs five eighty-eight. I put five eighty eight dollars there.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And Are I'm you not. You really, right? Since
1: that's the price of the share. Like, yeah, yeah. It.
0: That's the price of one share. Okay.
1: okay.
0: And I, I am I am not really an investor. I just want to trade, so I don't really care about. I'm not trying to own the share. Okay. I don't really bother about that. I just want to trade it. Okay. Now, what's yeah. your strategy in terms of setting all the stop loss and gains and all of that? As in um, there, there are different there are different ways to do that. There are, some, there are some blanket rules like, do not risk more than 2% of your overall account. For First example, point. If this is your overall, no, not this. Yeah, this if this is your overall account, one will forget, yeah. for any trade, you should not risk more than 2%. So okay. I'll just set my stop loss. Uh, with, so, there's a way you calculate it. Okay, okay. There's a way to calculate it. So this is the percentage of the amount position. Okay. That's this position, but it is it is um generally accepted that you shouldn't risk more than two percent of your overall account. Okay. You can do a calculation of how much that will be yeah, yeah, yeah. so you need okay. to first of all calculate your position sizes. If you have uh ten thousand in your account, you don't want to place a position of eight thousand, that's too large. You don't have yeah. to- Calculate your position size, then you calculate your risk. So for me, I'm a trend follower. Mm. Once I identify the trend, I'm expecting it to go on for a long time. So I just jump and set my stop loss uh, to a a level that I am happy to accept a lot. With with this uh, indicator, you can calculate your risk with the td sequential. Okay. And the way we do our calculation is, um, right, let me look at this. So with this indicator, if you wanted to place a position, let's say you wanted to, uh, on the the 23rd of March, when the market bought, Mm. you were getting ready to buy. And then on the the 24th of March, you got this aggressive, uh 13 signal to go long so you want it to go long here what you will do is using this indicator it, it helps you calculate you will measure the full range of this candle that is the bottom the bottom most candle that's this one yeah. you will measure the full range that's from 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 here to, oh, not that, uh, I it wrong. Oh, no, it maybe from here to here. How do you know, how do you know that for if you uh, How do you know what?
1: The range, like that range, how do you
0: Yeah, you, you look at this, see, I use this channel this rectangle to to demarcate the the high and the low
1: okay okay okay
0: okay okay so this this level here is the is the close this level here is the open this is the high this is the low if you look you click on that rectangle or the channel and you look to the side here to show you the price yeah so you can do some subtraction you get the full range Okay, so this okay. 2392 mm-hmm. 2177 gives you that range. You now add that range to the low. So when okay. you add that range to the low, it will give you uh, a value somewhere here. That's mm-hmm. where it's a loss. Okay, okay. and this okay. is using this. Uh, with this indicator, the calculation of risk is built into it. That's how you calculate the risk. Okay, so, cool. yes. some people use other methods of risk management. Okay. But this one is okay. very straightforward. Yeah, because well. your risk level will depend on the candle. Mm. Yes. Yeah, as, as long as you yeah. trust you trust in the indicator that <laughs> it will to keep you safe or oh, I don't know how to put it but if in the indicator says it will go long here that system is also saying we do not expect price to fall below this level because we are saying this move is already exhausted so okay. if it doesn't uh if it doesn't reverse here then it should only go down further but not go below this point that's what it's saying. Depending on the amount of trust you have in that indicator, you can use this, or you can just say yeah. I won't use more than two percent of my uh, of my capital. Yep. That's, okay. All right. well, that's,
1: so it yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's one way to do it. There, there are many ways to to do whatever you want to do in trade. Okay. Yeah, we're going to see next week what's going to happen
1: oh yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> thank I, you so much i man. really i really i don't trust this market i'm not i won't be surprised if it goes up because it's so crazy <laughs> this market is so crazy Yeah. <laughs> i know people who have been selling from here in this manner yes they've been selling like not small position position so confident that we're going down <laughs> with, this, with this nine, the expected result always here. So they were expecting we a, No, we didn't. <laughs> Look at where we are now. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm bit, the, the only reason I am confident is because of this cluster here. Sequential 13, nine, self setup, combo 13. And then some other market rest indicators. Yeah. But we will see. Next week will be interesting. Very yeah, that's, that's interesting. i interesting. Looking forward to. It. <laughs> right. I'm going to stop sharing now. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate. All right. Okay. Uh, see you later. I'm going to upload this immediately. Right. Okay, man. Thanks. All right, thank you. See you later.